Welcome to the Married and Naked podcast. I'm Tammy, founder of the blog Married and Naked, life coach and speaker. And I'm Joel, TV host, motivational speaker, and the guinea pig to the lessons you're about to learn. We're high school sweethearts married over two decades, and we're on a mission to help you create the marriage you desire and deserve. Let's get naked. (laughs) Is this how we're starting the podcast this time? You're staring at me, me, waiting for me to say something, and I'm waiting for you. Go for it. (laughs) Welcome to the Married and Naked podcast. I'm sorry. I was okay. One more ready. Ready, go. Welcome to the Married and Naked podcast, everybody. Sorry, we're starting off giggling. I don't know why, but uh, we're at a silly start for today's podcast. I know why. Remember, every time we do this in the late afternoon, it is not on our normal schedule. And so we're just feeling a little giddy. Oh, no. Normally, I feel very tired when we're doing it later in the afternoon. (laughs) But I guess I've had some caffeine. I don't know. Anyway, here we are. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. We're super happy to have you here. And uh, before we dive in to what we have going on today, I did just want to say, was there anything you wanted to say before we dive in today, Joel? Do I, do I want <laughs> to putting you on the spot? Uh, we, you could tell we're really prepared. No, oh I really goodness. am prepared for the topic, but... You're always prepared. <laughs> Can I just say what had happened right before you turned it on, which I think is what got us giggling? Can I say it? Can well, I share it? Sure. So <clears throat> I have something in my throat. And when I have something in my throat, you normally, you like hack. I'm just going to use that because I don't want to actually do it because I don't want... And you, it, you what you say? It takes you to a level of... <laughs> frustration. Yes, because it's not just that you have something in your throat right now. It's that you make that noise all the time and it does make me crazy. I'm trying to clear my throat so that I can sound... No, no. You you do it all the time. It has nothing to do with the podcast. Nice try though. So yes. (laughs) Well, anyway, so that happened literally right before you turned it on and you gave me the look, which (laughs) I thought, is this a good time to be doing this podcast or... (laughs) Or whatnot. So anyways, that's that's all I have to say, really. Well, actually, I do have one more thing to say. Thank you guys so much for continuing to support us. And if you haven't yet, please uh, leave us a review. You know, five stars if you're feeling generous. If not, it's totally okay. It's entirely up to you. But we really, really appreciate the support. Honestly, shocked every time, you know, you do a weekly look at the numbers and I'm like, holy mackerel, it blows me away that we have so many people listening and and responding and sending us great emails. If you have a topic you want us to tackle, please let us hear from you. But again, reviews really help us get seen by even more people. So if you do appreciate it, do like it, please continue to help support by doing that. Thank you guys so much. And that's all I have to say. Awesome. Well, that leads into um, my, what I wanted to talk about really quick before we dive into today's topic. Um, I first wanted to share a message we received from someone that listened to the first episode of the Six Tips to Breaking Down Bedroom Barriers series. And she said, quote, this brought me to tears. Can't wait to share it with my husband. I believe it could be the key to opening the door to conversation that has been too scary for too long. And I just felt like that message was really powerful and I didn't want to let it pass by without just addressing it and acknowledging that person. So thank you for your um, courageous message to us. It means a lot to hear uh, that the episodes that we've been doing, that we pour a lot of our heart and soul and we get really vulnerable about, that they're resonating with people and really helping. And I really do hope that it opens the doors to 
um, some of the scary stuff that you haven't been able to talk about before. So let us know. Um, that would be amazing. And it is really the reason we do it. We do it. Well, we do it for two reasons, right? We do it one because we like spending the time together, you and I, <laughs> even though your hacking makes me crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I caught you. I, oh I, my gosh. Now it's recorded. <laughs> yeah. But I, I pulled away oh. from the microphone and I, all the time, people what, what, all the time. Anyway, we do this for two reasons. One is because we like typically like spending this time together <laughs> and and it's cathartic for us. Wow, you say that with a little <laughs> bit of a uh, undertone there. And two, the most important reason is because we really do truly want to help. And so I appreciate you sharing that with us. If you, like Joel said, have any feedback for us, please share it. You can share it um, on my website. We're on a link that says uh, Ask Mary to Naked Anything. You can share feedback there. You can share it in a review or a comment here on this uh, podcast, wherever you're listening. So we appreciate that so much. Transferring on to today's topic, and today we're talking about stress. And specifically, I wanted to talk about what to do when your spouse feels stressed. And I wanted to talk about that because we had a week, the week before last, something like that very, very recently. That was an incredibly stressful week for you. Um, and, uh, I just wanted to share some of the ways we got through that week and, and feeling that that might be helpful to some people listening because they're, we're all dealing with immense stress. And sometimes you're dealing with far more stress than I am because of work or whatever is going on or vice versa. So it's important to figure out ways to support each other through those challenging times. I think it's a great discussion. You're right. I was under tremendous, tremendous amount of stress, um, in one of the other businesses that we run, you were literally my knight in shining armor and came to the rescue for me. And I was so, so unbelievably grateful for it. And to the point where, you know, I think back in our relationship and this has happened time and time again for both of us. And I think it's a great thing to, you know, share with other people on how they can help each other. Yes. Um, but first of all, before we go into some of the the details as to the stress you're experiencing, you know, maybe how that was physically affecting you and some of the ways we got through that week. I first just wanted to talk about stress specifically and how it works in the body because we all hear stress is bad for you, right? But do we really understand why that is? And I think it's important to think about how stress functions in your body. Because stress itself is a vital part of our body's natural responses. It was designed to help us in situations where there is a threat. When our brain sees a potential threat, it sends signals to release stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol, and they trigger our fight or flight response. And physically, what you notice what happens is your breathing might uh quicken, your heart rate increases, your blood flow then goes to your extremities and it helps your body get ready for action. So that's physically what's happening inside of your body when you are feeling stress. And in the early days of humanity, those threats were short-lived, right? The stress was due to an animal chasing us or trying to eat us, or maybe we were fighting with a neighboring tribe, things like that. And once our brain recognizes that that threat was gone, our hormones then return to normal levels and our heart rate returns, our breathing returns, and our blood flow returns to normal. But nowadays, stress is chronic. We all feel it. 
We feel it all the time and it never seems to go away. And our bodies just weren't developed to handle that kind of stress. We just keep piling up the stress and our bodies perceive everything as a threat. So if your body's in a constant state of stress, your stress hormones are elevated far more than they should be, and it can lead to all sorts of health issues, hence them saying stress is bad for you. And some of the things it can do is lead to weight gain, high blood pressure, heart disease. It can weaken your immune system, cause insomnia, intestinal issues, and note It can decrease sex drive, cause erectile dysfunction. There is a whole slew of health issues. So I just want you to think about physically, biologically, what happens inside of our bodies when we are under tremendous amounts of stress and why it is so important to recognize that and have some strategies in place to lower stress. Because stress is normal. It's a normal part of life. We all feel it. It was built for to protect us. It's it's an essential part of our being. But too much can be detrimental. So I just want to help you think about and remind all of us to think about that mind-body connection. Because sometimes we think about our mind as one thing and our bodies as the other, right? But it's all in one. And if one's not functioning well, then the other is not functioning well and vice versa. So the question is, what can you do about it? And specifically today, what can you do for your spouse when they are under a tremendous amount of stress? So maybe just to start, Joel, why don't you just give us a little bit of a picture of some of what you're experiencing, maybe how it affected you when you noticed you were the stress had gone too far, what you were experiencing. Before I do that, I have to say it's so interesting you 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 talking about that because you think about how it was created for our bodies to to prevent or help us heighten our awareness when we are, have animals chasing us or attacking us. And now to transfer stress today when our Uber doesn't get there in time, our phones don't load fast enough or our, somebody cuts us off or says something mean or something we don't like and we get offended by it. And oh my gosh, it's like endless amount of stress. And the one thing I'm trying to think about in our society that we really don't have to worry about a whole lot is an animal chasing us. Right. So we're away from that, you know, for the most part, although I say that and you were chased by a dog yesterday and you were running. <laughs> it definitely got my stress levels up. So and guess- it was the cutest little dog with a dress on. And I was like, what is wrong with me that I'm running from this dog? But it was barking and chasing me. Anyways, go ahead. So I guess that we still have to worry about that even now. But um, anyhow, so yeah, it was a, it was a week and a half ago in, in, I was dealing with, you know, we do real estate in one of our other businesses and I was dealing with uh, several transactions at the same time and nothing was going right. Um, And I was in a waiting pattern and waiting while I have people coming to me, asking me what's happening, what's happening, what's happening. And I didn't have answers and it just started to pile up and it piled up more and more to where I realized even after taking a 40 minute walk. I couldn't even get a deep breath while walking out there, let alone when I came back. I felt terrible. I wasn't sleeping. You know, I was up maybe every two hours in the middle of the night, just going over this stuff and what can I do? And my mind would not stop. Physically, I felt like I had caffeine in me the entire day. 
And what was weird, I did not have any caffeine at all that week. That was the interesting thing. I had put no coffee, no rock star, nothing in my body. And yet I was vibrating and couldn't get a deep breath and couldn't breathe normal and couldn't sleep. And it just, when I got to Friday, I was, I was a wreck. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You noticed a lot of physical symptoms. And I think that's something that we often might overlook because stress is such a normal part of our lives that sometimes we don't stop to pay attention to what's physically happening to our bodies, what we feel, you know, when we're going through high amounts of stress. And clearly something was happening inside of your body that wasn't happy for you to suddenly not be able to take deep breaths, for you not be able to calm your mind down, for it affecting your sleep and you feeling that vibrating feeling that you described. So I think that that connecting that mind-body, as I was saying, connection is so important and being able to tune into some of those things that are happening to your body. Because when they're happening, when they've gotten that far, they're probably too far and you need to really do everything you can to rein it in. I could not figure out how to let it go. And that's really when you I stepped in and like I said, became a knight in shining armor. Well, and I don't think the goal here is to be a knight in shining armor, but it, it is um, valuable as a partner to recognize that you're struggling and heavily, that's my cue then to start figuring out some ways that I can help you, you know, get through what you're going through in the best way possible. So I definitely wasn't trying to be your knight in shining armor, like you keep saying, but... Um, oh, but you were. <laughs> but, <laughs> you were. But uh, I, I did want to just note a few things because it, it did help us have a really good week, you and I. Even though we had a really stressful week, it still was a good week that we look back on, which is kind of strange. But um, yeah, and so I just wanted to go through some of those ideas that helped you get through your week and help can help others, you know, help your partner get through stressful times. And I think the first thing that I jumped into was um, showing compassion for where you were at. I wanted to let you know that I understood and I heard you and that. I got you and that I have your back and that's what I wanted you to feel. So the first thing I did was step into compassion. And I think that that just in general is a really powerful place to be in a partnership. And I would say too, you, you recognized it early on. So it wasn't like you were like, Oh, what's going on? Why are you feeling this way? You knew what I was dealing with. You recognized it. And so even before compassion, if it's something you recognize on your spouse or your loved one, I think the first step is to recognize and understand. You already had that. You knew what was happening, so you didn't have to go through that step. And then the compassion part. You're right. I, oh my gosh, I, I'm so grateful for your compassion because you didn't make me feel like I was, you know, being irrational about my feelings or like what's wrong with you? Why yeah. are you so stressed out? You know, you definitely were empathetic to what I was going through and then very compassionate about, Hey, let's, what can we do? How can we make this? What can I do for you? What can you, you know, what stress can I take off your plate? Um, what, you know, it was, yeah, you were, it was incredible. Yeah. And compassion isn't always an easy thing to do. You know, when, when you've got your own stress going on and then to then have to focus on your partner and being, um, compassionate towards them and not, 
not adding to that stress and being conscious of that. It's not an easy thing to do, but it is very important when there's a lot of tension going on in the house to step into that place of, of kindness and coming from that. If you could just do that, just <laughs> yeah. that alone is going to have a huge impact on helping alleviate your partner's stress, alleviate the stress in the household. For sure. I mean, if you're right, if it was just that, it would have it would have um, snowballed into okay. I can get get through this, and your kindness is invaluable to what I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. And one thing I understood is that I couldn't take that stress away. I couldn't take away what you were going through. It was what it was. So my my goal was just to help you get through it the best way that you could, so that you weren't physically ill. You know, that's really what I wanted to do. So be kind to your spouse. Step into that empathy and and compassion. If you do nothing else, you know, make that where you come from, come from a place of love. The the other strategy I consciously thought about was visualizing me as the eye of the storm. So in the middle of a hurricane is a place of quiet and calm, but all around is chaos. And I wanted to be that that eye of the storm for you. I wanted to make sure I could hold that place of calm while chaos was going on all around us. Gosh, it's, I'm sitting here thinking about how you worded that because you never told me that. You, no, but I, I, I really did visualize myself in that place, visualized a storm, visualized me in the middle in a place of calm so that I could be that for you. It's so amazing that you say that now. And I'm looking back and thinking back because I mean, Tammy, that's exactly what you were. I know I've thanked you profusely for what you did and and how you made it just so manageable and better, (laughs) so much better and manageable, but you were literally that. So rather than turning to you, like being afraid to turn to you, to feel like, oh, I'm going to stress her out. I'm going to make it worse on us, or I'm going to create tension with us. You literally were allowing me to open up and to be that. And you, and everything I got back from you was exactly that, like calmness and kindness and, um, gosh, being just how you worded the eye of the storm. That's that's such a great visual too. Yeah. And visualizing that helped me as well. It's not going to serve you in any way if I'm coming at you feeling, you know, stressed about everything going on too and and freaking out about it or freaking out about where you're at or that wasn't going to serve us. So, um, and that's an easy place for me to go to. You know, I, I do that a lot. I jump right in to that stress feeling. In fact, I do that all the time. And I think that's why this week stood out a little bit different because I was conscious of not allowing myself to get sucked into the stress that you were going through. It wasn't my stress. It was your stress. And typically I will take that on myself um, yeah. as well. I feel it, you know, I live in it I'm, 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 I'm chaos as well. And what that doesn't do is help us have a successful week. And it certainly doesn't help when we're both freaking out. <laughs> sure. It's going to be a much nicer balance. If one of you can find a place of calm, visualizing yourself as the eye of the storm. And then the other thing that I thought that I did, and I don't normally do this. I, we've, I don't know if we've ever done this. I don't think we've ever done this. But I did realize that this was a very unusually extreme situation for you to where 
you had a difficult time just talking without feeling emotional. Like that's how stressful everything had gotten. And I just felt like we needed to get out of the physical situation. And I said, hey, why don't we go down to the beach for the night? And you're like, okay, let's go. (laughs) At at 3.30 on a Friday afternoon. I booked us a hotel room and we were at the beach by sunset. Yeah. And now I know that this is not a situation that everybody can do. You know, our kids are now older where our oldest daughter, um, who's 18, now can, you know, hang with our son. And so we've developed some flexibility in that. But the idea behind it was getting you out of the situation that was causing the physical situation, your office, that was causing additional stress and getting you to a place where you could breathe, where you could just take in some relaxation, where you could just switch your mindset. And that's what we did. We were taken in the sunset and taken in margaritas by <laughs> by evening. <laughs> and, and I, I mean, at full disclosure, I don't drink. It just it's not a it's for no other reason. I just don't like the flavor. I just don't. It's just never have. I had a full margarita that night, and <laughs> it was the best thing I ever had. I mean, that was the greatest gift. It was exactly what I needed. And I think part of the reason it was, you know, successful was that you were willing to step away. And that's not always the case. You maybe can't yeah. or your partner isn't willing to, but understanding the power of shift, having a physical shift in your environment can f- physically shift your mindset. Whatever it is that can physically take you out of that environment so that you could just space yourself away from it for a little while. Yeah, that had a huge impact on you letting go. Ah, I can't, I cannot stress how wonderful it was and allow me just to shed everything. Yeah. And just noting again that maybe you can't pick up and go to the beach. We, we happen to live not all that far away. It's an easy thing for us to do and happens to be our favorite place to be. But whatever that is for you or wherever you're at, there are things you can do in order to help your spouse get out of that situation. For instance, one of the things I encourage Joel to do every time he's feeling stressed is to head out to play golf because golf is a very meditative kind of a practice. It's hard to stay stressed and focused on other things out there when you're paying attention to your swing and you're trying to find your ball. Well, it's a different type of stress, but yeah, continue on. (laughs) Fine, but you're letting go of whatever it was that was going on in, in the office for a little while. And it doesn't have to be for very long, but just for a little while to allow your body to reach a place back of homeostasis where all those stress hormones aren't going crazy is going to help you just feel so much better. It's going, your body's going to thank you for it. So golf, it could be uh, maybe heading out and having a chat with your friends, meeting up with some friends that can take you out of the situation. Like I said, taking a drive, listening to some music, having a little dance party. There's all kinds of things you can do in order to take yourself out of that stress for a little while long enough to allow your body to come back to normal before you have to dive back into whatever it is on Monday morning. And that that's why one of the reasons it worked so well is because it was a Friday night and we were able to let it go for the weekend. And the other thing I was really thinking about and I made a, a good effort to do last week knowing all of this was going on was taking care of myself. I made a you know really concerted effort to 
do some self-care for me so that I felt more able to care for you. And that meant taking a breaks and going to sit in the sunshine and soaking that up, going to bed early. I did some things that I don't normally make such a concerted effort to do to make sure that I was feeling in a good place, in a good mental state myself, so that then I could better serve you. I didn't know you were doing that for you, Mm -hmm. but it makes complete sense. And I'm thanking you for taking care of yourself, giving yourself care, doing your meditative stuff, your, your runs and your things that you were doing to allow you to feel good so that you could support me. You're right. You know, it's, it's, I, I always think of the, when you're in an airplane and the mask dropped, you've got to put it on yourself first before you can apply it to mm-hmm. the person next to you. Yeah. So, and I really feel like I didn't know you did that, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was so consumed in my own world, but thank you for putting the mask on yourself so that you're able to help me that week. I'm, I'm so grateful for it. Yeah, and I don't want you to think that this is how smooth everything goes because <laughs> the picture, make, it paints a very pretty picture. It wasn't a pretty week. It was no. a very, oh, very no. difficult week and, and it was very difficult to be your support system. It takes a crap load of work to be be able to be that for you. And, you know, that was exhausting for me. It was It was a lot for me. So I don't want you to get the picture that, oh, everything just went smooth and she was just so sweet and loving and, and everything resolved. That's not how it worked. It was a lot of work. It was a a lot of stress, a lot of work. But in that I've learned some lessons and the lessons I'm sharing for you are lessons for me because that's not normally how our stress weeks will go. And now I see that if I can work on a few things while you are feeling so much under the gun, under under stress. If I could work on some things, it will help you get through that in such a better place, help us get through that in such a better place. So focusing on compassion, thinking of being the eye in the storm, taking them out of the chaos, if you can, not taking on their stress and making it your own and and making sure that self-care is at uh, the forefront for yourself. Always, always, always. Well, you may think it wasn't easy, but what you did for me, you made it seem like it was effortless. So I I know, I know you're giving your disclaimer as how it wasn't, you know, it wasn't all your painting, but but honestly, you were literally my, my knight in shining armor. Well, I I appreciate you saying that. I'm glad we got through it. Yeah. And we got through it well. (laughs) It didn't destroy a whole bunch of things along the way. No kidding, because we could have, yeah. It definitely could have. Um, And I, I know in this particular episode, we are referring to short-term stress. Yes. When we're talking about long-term chronic stress, there is a whole other slew of things to be discussing here. So clearly our focus is on just a short-term stress. And many of us have chronic stress with with work or whatever it is going on, and we can address some other strategies and how to deal with that as a couple in future episodes. I hope this information serves you well. I hope it helps you think about how to be the spouse you want to be. I know that going through this experience with you has helped me do that. And I will take these uh, ideas forward for the next time when you are falling apart on me. (laughs) Wait a second. Aren't you feeling a little stressed right now? Because- if you are, I, I'm going to call the beach right now, and we if we I think know I'm feeling 
pretty stressed. Are you feeling a little bit? Okay, good. Here, let me, I mean, not good, but you know. Uh-huh. So anyway, thank you everybody for joining us today. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, please let your friends, your family, your coworkers, everybody know about the Married and Naked podcast. Leave us a review. Every review helps us get seen so that we can help more and more people. And until next time, thank you so much for being here. We'll talk to you soon.